You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. Welcome to this week's Happiness Hub podcast. We have a regular guest with us today. You've been on a few of our podcasts, haven't you, Ben? This is what this must be your fourth, fifth. I know. I think no. I think as a guest, I think it's my third. I think vocally fourth. <laughs> I did interview Liz last week because we're we're team here, aren't we? Really, at this moment yeah. on this app, so it's a bit of kind of taking turns in the driver's seat, I suppose. I really enjoyed having a week off last week and then being able to listen to your uh, podcast with Liz while I was out for a run. <laughs> did we keep you company? That was the important bit. Yes, yeah, very entertaining. Like a, I like a good podcast to listen to. Do you, do you generally listen to any podcast? Is that a, a medium you like to tune into? I listen to. I don't. The, I have phases, probably like everyone, where I listen to them when I'm in like a kind of gorging of information. Mm. But normally for me, I like having time where I can then implement it. Because I, I found, and I was the guiltiest one for this, where we were constantly delaying implementing, implementing because we're like we constantly researching, but then we're not actually implementing in our lives. Mm. But we can have this like kind of go to the next teacher or the next book or the next seminar, and we don't actually then start to implement anything. We have them aha moments like oh yeah, and and then we don't really implement them. So I've tried my best to kind of now I've spotted that in myself. I was the worst for that. Like, I wouldn't, you know, I'd just go watch another video and get a bit of a buzz from that. Then another video. So I'm really implementing at the moment a lot of kind of being self-aware. So like watching my thoughts, being aware of them and not judging them and seeing which are really true and which are just old patterns. So that's something that I read a book called The Great Secret a couple months ago. Uh, First book I've read for months because I just felt that every book was very similar. Mm. Then in mindset kind of. And that really blew my mind and, and it linked everything that all the, my favorite teachers that I'd been watching and listening. And then I thought, right, I'm not going to move. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to implement this book. And that's what I've been doing. So just taking steps towards just observing. It's more, we talk about this a bit in week six of letting go, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just being aware of my thoughts because mm-hmm. that's the first step to make changes. Cause when you're aware, they've proven that just being aware of, of your old patterns is enough to make changes rather than the patterns just running as us. Yeah, so not podcast recently, more music, I think. Okay, and that's that sort of that helps. Is that a bit of self care? Is that listening to music, or is that your time out? Yeah, yeah, it's, it depends what mood I'm in, really, to what I play. Um, mm. I, it depends whether it's a kind of upbeat dance music or late night. Like when we this is recording the late evening, so I'll probably put some chill on after this, and just some like nice Ibiza chill music. And in the morning, some a bit heavier, get me going. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say back to your Ibiza Ben days. My Ibiza Ben, yeah. yeah. I still love my Ibiza. I still love dance music. You know, I'm still a kind of a lost generation. I still like dance music. I think, oh, yeah, Ibiza Ben. It's only Liz that calls me that. That's why I get confused. It's only Liz that calls me that. Mm. And the Red Shifters. Yeah. Well, but once she's got a name for you like that, she doesn't, she doesn't let go of it. <laughs> That's the thing. No, it's fine by me. I've been called a lot worse when I was a rep day. <laughs> You know what I mean? So uh, Ibiza Ben is like a, a placid name, really. Uh, I do like a good podcast. I, I do sometimes listen to them. I, I listen to quite a lot of mental health ones in terms of getting like ideas. Uh, but um, have you, do you know um, a comedian called Adam Buxton? He used to do a show called The Adam and Joe Show in the like 90s sort of thing. Well, he does a podcast, but he has like really random 
guests on. So he's good mates with Louis Theroux. So he always kind of pops up every so often. But um, he did one with Lee Mack recently. And that was quite interesting because Lee Mack is turned vegan, but he's also um, doing a lot of stuff with like Buddhism and learning about Buddhism. And it it was quite spiritual. And I didn't really expect it because they usually talk, do lots of bum and fart jokes and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah, he's had some cracking guests on, but they're always quite amusing. And, and what I really like is he, he does these stupid little jingles on it as well for his own show, but some sponsorship as well. And I was like, I wish I was a talented enough to do that, these daft little jingles, because they're quite amusing. Yeah, but you're from what I've listened to the podcast you've done, I've listened to a few of the happiness hubs, um, is that you've got a great presenting voice and great presenting skills. So I think you're up there. You know, um, I think with everything with momentum, obviously, when you've got momentum, you get more guests and it's easier. And then you get their followers and you add all. It's just that kind of slow burner of getting the following. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of, um, like I said, the, the, the guys doing the bum and fart jokes and then Buddhism. That <laughs> Bum and farts is just as spiritual as Buddhism. You know, <laughs> sitting, sitting in the hilltop, you know. Every, I think I realised, this is what I'm saying about, I, I kind of got a book overload. I, I bought loads of books and all this and read every, sem- you know, read loads of, watch loads of seminars, you know, listen to podcasts. And I just got overwhelmed by the amount of information. And I thought, it's, I need to, to just take time and just sink it all in and actually start mm-hmm. to implement it. And that's why I think I'm kind of in. And then I have a phase where I want to learn again. Then I'll gorge myself in a good way with, with that book. I thought, I've not read a book for ages. And then I saw it advertised. went, oh, hang on, it's got that teacher that I like. It's got that mindset guy that I like. It's got, had all the people that I liked in from all different fields in one book. So I was like, oh, I'll have to get that. And then I loved it. Was it The Secret, did you say? It was called The Greatest Secret. It's The oh. Secret a lot of people have heard of because it's, it's the book and movie about the law of attraction and yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking, etc. But this was The Greatest Secret. So she talks more about being aware. So The Secret is all about looking forward and you know creating your what you want through positive thoughts and affirmations. But The Greatest Secret is all about the, the, the nowness that we fight. So the anger that we feel or the frustrations that we feel. It's about accepting that and not fighting it because when we fight it, that's why it doesn't move through us. If you look at kids, they're the best example of letting things go. They just scream, shout, done. But we don't, we fester, we chew, we think because we think it's going to help us. And actually a lot of times it doesn't, it just chews on. So what she's saying is the power of observation, which is what I'd already kind of was implementing, which was just observing how I was thinking and observing how I was feeling and, and, and just thinking, oh, I'll, hang on is this really me or is this relevant or so it doesn't run me i've started to be aware of it mm. and it, and it's such a powerful thing when it comes to mental health to not let your brain run you um and a lot for a lot of people it doesn't again it's not me judging as i say in a lot of these podcasts it's more just helping people i'm just share with you what i've gone through and i realized my brain ran me because i think about that and chunder about that and thinking i'm just thinking but actually a lot of times it's dragging us down yeah. start going hang on this thought i keep thinking if someone said to you oh yeah shouldn't do that yeah you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that you'd be like yeah i heard you first <laughs> three times but we do that in our brain we yeah, yeah. go you're too fat you're too fat too fat too fat and it, we don't even even call it out and when you go hang on <laughs> you say what's it what voice is saying this and it's just a program that you've installed that you think you're fat and um and it's them type of things that i found really powerful so they're the things the past few months I've been implementing. Okay. Funnily, funnily enough, you said about that, Lee Mack was talking about something very similar. He said he'd been going to this like Buddhist uh, teacher 
And there was an exercise that they had to do where they had to just lay completely still. I can't remember how long for, but he was like, if you've got an itch, you know, your brain's registering it, but you, you don't act on it. You know, it's just tuning all out. And, and he was talking about like, you know, when like there's a really high pitched noise, like a, a, a car alarm's going off. Um, it's really annoying. But when you hear a bird and it's a really loud, loud pitch, high noise, it's beautiful. So what is the difference? And, you know, using your brain. He was talking completely about what you were just saying there. I'm not putting it very eloquently. No, you're spot on because it's a judgment again. And it's it's starting to spot that everything. I mean, yes, obviously, there's good deeds and bad deeds uh, per se. But it's being aware of judgments like you'll go, oh, look, your neighbor's doing that again or traffic lights again. And just go, whoa, hang on. This moment, I'm choosing to judge this moment. Yes, there's traffic lights I don't like, and that's annoying. So you accept the feelings of annoyance because you're not fighting it. But then when you've done it, when then the emotions move through like they do in children, they still feel angry. They, if you tell them not to do something, they'll still get mad. But once they feel them emotions, they've gone through. Sometimes they last up to half an hour. Sometimes they go in seconds. It's irrelevant. It's The, the time is, is, you know, is flexible, so it's not irrelevant. Then it's like, right, okay, now it's my choice to move on. Because what a lot of times we do, we become victims to our patterns in our brain. And the victim is quite a strong word because sometimes victims are genuine victims. But a lot of times we choose to be victims because yeah. we just chunder the same things over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, and that's and it's all about practice. It's all it is. It's all practice. And just, you know, that, like I've said to you many times in these podcasts about food, that, you know, that we look at food. We all know if we want to lose weight, we've got our calories and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm simplifying here, but, you know, there's a way. Um the same with our mindset, we can, that's what this whole app's about, you know, the idea of finding techniques and things that you can do to do that. And actually, I know it's a really plain, uh, shameless link and plug, but that's what this week's about that we're going to talk about, you know, the idea of new habits, because, you know, it's simple things we do that we don't even realize that we're, we're making ourselves victims and we're making ourselves, we're, we're putting ourselves in situations and doing things that aren't to our benefit and then going this is rubbish <laughs> but we've done it so yeah so it's perfect link really there's that that kind of thread to this week <laughs> good because i think we should start talking about this week's thread shouldn't we really because <laughs> um well, to be honest, it's, it's quite a short subject because like with this week's all about it's back to me and my weeks this will talk about is new habits because we do so many things you know, like we've talked about, you know, firstly, gratitude, which is creating a new habit. But we wanted to do that in week one because it was such a powerful one. And as we know, people have struggled with it. And if you are listening and, and you're part of the app, you know that, it, you know, that that's most people have messaged us or may have commented. Um, then we went on to self-care, which, again, help looking after yourself, kind of physically as well. Then we had good doing good deeds for the people. Um, which is and this one's all about actual practical things you can do with your habits that that can make the difference um so we're talking about the habits of media things you watch we're talking about habits of social media which is kind of the same media and and just some hints and tips of just practical things you can put into your life that have been proven to make a difference are we kind of defining habits in to be good or bad, or we're we not going down that route? We're just looking at the habits and changing them. Ah, yeah. Because remember, it's, uh, it's a good, good question. No judgment. What it is is just thinking to ourselves. We've got six weeks. So what can we do that could hopefully make the most difference? Like you know, and yourself, you, you know, you're a trained counselor, and I've trained in mindset, etc. That we're still learning. 
we're still doing it. We're still growing. We're still, we just talked about books. I mean, obviously the, it might have sounded like rough on a tangent at first, but it kind of all links back now that we, you know, we're still learning about our craft and learning ourselves, but we can't put my whole life and your whole life and Liz's whole life, um, our training in six weeks for everyone because it will just blow the mind. So it's finding practical things. As people say, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I want to feel better. So tell me, rather than read 18 books, I'd rather you just tell me. And so what we've done here with the habits is just I've done with my clients, which was a few things to do that they're going to do from this week onwards um, and to see how they feel. And a bit like the gratitude, they'll feel weird. But this is all about changing habits. And, you know, old habits die hard, as we said on the Zoom call mm -hmm. on Sunday, you know. And that's what they're going to do. So would you like to know what they're doing? Yes, I would love to know. Well, because I'll, what I'll be doing, because I'm taking part in it too. Oh, of course. Right then. So um, I wrote these down because I didn't want to forget them. Because I know what they are, but I always think I always get a little panic. Right. So firstly, the news. Um, we know, yes, um, there's things going on. New red legislation, legislation, new rules, unlocking and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'll... Again, we, we can be informed, not inundated. So from this week onwards, I want everyone, or I, I'm inviting everyone, I can't make them, obviously, um, to limit their news to 15 minutes. That means banning the beep, 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 BBC news. <laughs> um, so you I can don't... start going to a rave for a minute there. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see that remix they did of the BBC news. I think it was a Dua Lipa <laughs> remix. Um, they did a remix of the news theme. So the reason why this is a couple of things. So let's explain why I'm asking to put the news. Mm -hmm. People don't realise, oh, I'm just being informed. But it, especially in the morning, like, what a way to start your day, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and you might say, I need to know. Well, I know what's going on with COVID, and I don't watch the news anymore. Um, because you hear about it, you see it in front like, papers, people, the big things people mention. Yes, if I, I watch Boris's updates. Of course, I have a certain point to know what's going on with self-employment and so of course you do. But you like my mum, I said to mum and dad, they would all day watch the news speculating what Boris was going to say at 6 p.m. I went, why don't you just watch Boris at six? Then you know exactly what he's going to say rather than speculating. So it's cutting your news down because what will happen, it will slowly ebb at your energy because you'll see something that might worry you. You'll you'll read some or hear something that will annoy you. Someone's being um, you know, treating badly. And you could say, Well, we've got to be careful. Yeah, but if we get about every single person being treated badly all around the world, we've got nothing to give. So the idea of this is to make us happier and healthier, not ignorant. So we've got, we can help and be happy and healthier for our friends and family. So it, you can still be informed. You can still know what 15 minutes, whether you want to keep that as a 15 minute where you can browse BBC news or sky news, whatever, um, or you watch the news at night, but 15 minutes max. Okay. That's it. And also, as we come on to the second, it gives you more time to do other things. Mm -hmm. So that is one. So this might be the first time you've heard it, Kedwin. So I'm going to ask you up. I'll turn it back on you in a minute and see what you think. Um, social media, right, God, this is a big one, isn't it? We know about social media, the, the ups and downs and lefts and rights. But I would like everyone, I'm going to invite people to limit it to 15 to 30 minutes. This is a toughie. Because people scroll and check and just, oh, I'm just going to quickly check it one more time. The fun on Friday you might enjoy because I, I did this fun on Friday. So wait till Friday when you see the videos I've got lined up. Um, taking the mick out of social media. So it gives you time to do other things. And you'll notice that it's weird not to check social media mm -hmm. for a lot of people. 
and people find it odd because you naturally go and do it. So limiting your social media with those two things alone, you'll find you have a lot more free time, which you can do other things with. I don't I won't have a problem with the news at all because I don't really watch the news. I'm a bit naive with that sort of stuff, but I am addicted to social media. And the other problem I have with social media is it's my job. <laughs> ah, yes. Really good point. If it's your job, then that's fine. You go on and you'll do bits and bobs, but then you won't be on your Insta um, scrolling your own feed. Mm. Obviously, you'll be. I know it'll be harder to dis, disengage, but that's probably the best you could probably do if it involves if it is your work. Um, so with that as well, it, people have asked people to then consciously um, choose their media. So we've cut down the news, we've yeah. cut down the social um, media, but also people get in and go, "Oh, I've had a bloody awful day. What do they put on? A murder documentary, <laughs> Saw Three. And you're like, God, why do you feel rubbish? I'm like, well, why are you watching that? Now, I'm not judging anyone. I'm just people who say to me, why do you feel the way I'm feeling? It's like eating a big old eight cakes. And then go, God, why do I feel bloated? You're like, oh, because you did eat eight cakes. You know, I'm, I'm, I sound condescending, but that's what we do with media. We come in and we, we watch certain things and then it makes us feel really bad. I'm yeah. like, why have I chosen to do that? And again, people say, well, you've got to be informed. Yeah. We have to be in for inundated with everything. Um, so it's what, what I've asked people to do is just consciously choose their media. So when they get in, think, is this a good thing to watch? How does this make me feel? Or when they get in thinking, do you know what? I'm going to put on a film that I really enjoy. I'm going to put on Grease. I'm going to put on Love Actually. I'm going to put on a nice series. Like I really like Shit's Creek. Really nice uplifting show. You know, that I pull out on when I'm having my tea. I just think I want something nice. I know what's going on in the news. I've seen it. I've heard it. Um, so I'm asking people to consciously choose it. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to feel bad if they pick something they don't want. If they pick something like a murder documentary. But just if you do, if you are interested in like crimes, fine. But ask yourself, how do I feel when I'm watching it? And if it is genuinely excited and interested, then watch it. If you think, yeah, I don't know why I'm watching this really. Like, it's just, it's all about awareness again of how you feel. So there's an option on the down, on the on the click box to say, I've just consciously thought about what I'm watching rather than mindlessly put on. That's not me judging people, anyone that's watching reality. It's not about judging it. It's you asking yourself how you feel. If watching um, Love Island makes you feel good, amazing, watch it. It's just consciously being aware. So the final two things are um, what have you done with your newfound time? Mm -hmm. So in the video on Monday, I talk about the idea of like what, you know, you have a bit more free time. So what are you doing with that time? So there's apps you could learn language. You could research something you want to do. You could start a part-time course, you know, because you will find you'll have a lot more free time from not scrolling you know, I think people found gratitude hard. I think this week I've got, I'm going to be like the nasty English teacher at school that gives you the worst essay homework. Um, yeah. So it's then just saying, what have you done? So there's no pressure to do anything. You might have just chilled with your extra time, but then there's a drop down menu to say if you've done anything that you wouldn't have done normally. So maybe you could have used it to write an email to a friend. Maybe oh, you yeah. could have used it to do some random acts of kindness. No judgment. And the final one, before you go to the final one, Ben, I just want to yeah. pick up a point on that last one. Um, we, uh, were, I was trying to get a lady on our podcast um, 
last last uh, last series when we were doing like mental health charities, and she runs a online um, charity called Sobalicious, and it's for people who have decided just to give up alcohol. And I'm not sure if this ties into your last <laughs> your last um, habit or not. But um, I was chatting to her on Facebook, and she runs like a book club and and several other other things as well. Sorry, my cat's wanting to be out the door. Hang on a minute. <laughs> um, but she was, um, I was messenger and uh, as she was, I said, tell me a little bit about yourself um, and then we'll catch up and we'll have a chat about it. And she was like, oh, she's in the samba band and she plays this drum. She runs a book club. She does a charity. She's also raising money for um, a children's charity because one of her children has a certain sort of disability. Um, and, and and she's a single mum and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, blimey, how do you have all this time? She goes, because I gave up drinking. And it was simply because of that, because that, it, 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 it got to a point where it had taken over a life and obviously she had to do something about it. But, um, you know, even thinking about that in the evening, quite a lot of people usually say, get home from work and they'll stick a murder documentary or whatever on. But a lot of people will come home and, and have a drink as well, won't they? And then where's the rest of your evening gone? And none of this is it's judging. I don't yeah. anyone think that all, all we blast for is go, tell me what to do now. And some people don't even realise it's awareness. And actually even just giving themselves permission to watch a murder documentary, of course. But ask how they feel. There was, I was friends with a nutritionalist and she told me about a story where um, her, her wife had sent her husband to her to like be, go to a nutritionalist for advice. And he sat down and went, right, before you start, I love my fried breakfasts. I'm having them every day. I don't care. He was a truckie, which sounds really stereotypical, but that's what he was. So I remember Julie just going, okay, no problems. She says, yeah, you, because she knew by going the bad for you, he just bought, you know, he doesn't, he didn't care. He didn't, he didn't come for that. He just, he'd been sent there by his wife. So she said, all right, then all I want you to do for me is every fried breakfast, I want you to take double the time in eating it. So if you just scoff it down in five minutes, take 10 minutes. And really enjoy every bit. The sausages, the bacon, the eggs, the beans. She met up a couple of weeks later and what did he do? He, he'd cut down his fried breakfasts because he was then tasting the fat and the sausages weren't that nice once the salt kick had gone. And, and it was interesting because she didn't make him do it. She just invited him to just go, okay. And that's all we're doing with this is inviting people to go, how do you feel when you watch the murder documentaries? Mm. Maybe part of you thinks, oh, it's quite interesting to see how the world lives. Brilliant. But for a lot of people, how many times you see on Facebook there's a really awful documentary, people are like, oh, it makes me sick, these people. You know, and you're like, well, why, why what is that achieving? Yeah. Like, yes, we should be aware, but that point which made you that mad. I remember one woman who was next client was watching this like six-part weather, and she went, I don't know why I keep watching it. I'm like, why do you watch it? Like she put a status on Facebook about how she, um, that how mad she these people are making it. And I'm like, why what? It's that. You can kind of get the theme of all this new habits. It's just being aware of how you are and what you're doing and being more sensitive to it. Like, you know, like the air conditioner in the room that's humming away. It's only when it stops, you're like, oh, silence. What air conditioner on? That we just do it without these habits, without realizing it. That's why it's consciously choosing your media and just being aware. And if you want to watch it, watch it. But just ask how you feel. If it's good, then great, watch it. If it makes you mad, ask yourself, why am I putting myself through this? And that's all. We're just It's a subtle, gentle observation of this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Not beating The final up. one is just basically getting outside for 20 minutes. Because yeah. um, a lot of people don't do it. And 
especially in the winter. I know when this is recorded, it's going towards like, you know, peak of summer, like, you know, June. But it's uh, it's been proven not just the light, but fresh air, getting yeah. yourself outside more. Um, so it's something that, you know, a lot of people, when they, they'll come in, they'll go to work, get in, come back in, stay in the house. But go for a walk, 20 minutes, even sit in your garden. It's another conversation altogether, but going barefoot on grass has been proven as well. So going barefoot, it's called grounding. Going barefoot, 20 minutes in your, in your garden, feet on the ground, a cup of coffee, nice brew for 20 minutes. Get some light, get some vitamin D, get some, you know, um, if you don't want to be in the sun because you're worried about your skin, sit in the shade, but get outside natural light for 20 minutes. That's all, wherever the weather is. And that's, and there you have it. So they sound a lot and I've explained why, but they aren't actually that many of things to do. It's more just being aware and cutting back certain things and mm-hmm. seeing that you've got a lot more free time and how much time you spend on social media is shocking. We've all done it. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I know that that's a problem for me. Getting outside won't be a problem for me, um, but the weather hasn't been fantastic <laughs> the last few days. Yeah. Um, but tying into that, I'm just going to hijack this uh, slightly, is that... Um, in January this year, I got uh, diagnosed with MS. It's not, it's not been a bit of a, it's not been a shock because it's been going on the diagnosis process and, and things for ages. But as part of that, um, I'm r- running a uh, 200 miles during May for the MS Trust, which has been great. Lots of resources and stuff that they've given me. So every day I'm going out for a run to trying to do about six and a half miles. But I know that even if I don't go out for a run, like you know for like a week or two weeks I get restless legs but I can feel it I can feel it mentally obviously I can feel it physically but I think there's nothing better than especially on a nice day getting the warmth from the sun and feeling it on your skin and when it's really warm when it warms you right through to your bones that's a really good feeling well I used to find and it's a lot of these things I didn't realize when I was little mummy said like oh god you always just suit your feet were off your shoes were off soon as you could you know as soon as I take my shoes off I would as soon as I could be outside, I would. And it's something that I've naturally gravitated to. And now the science is backing up why, on some level, I was pull, pulling myself to do it. Mm. Um, so, yes, it is. And, like, for me, we're doing, I, when people used to say during lockdown, they just stayed in all day. It, as in, like, when about it, I knew some people didn't have gardens and stuff. But I get that. It's not about that. But, like, when they could go out for a walk and they could, I was like, I, I just couldn't st- stop in all day. I'd, I'd it mentally I'd feel it mentally I'd feel groggy I'd feel you know tired um so when it got started to prove that the power of just 20 minutes outside a day has been proven to lift lift moods and uh and 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 release serotonin all these different things that make you feel better then it's just that you know it for me it's a no-brainer that I have to do um but what I will say I'm not picking at your weather thing you are right of course there's nothing better than sitting in the sun but what also happens is I love the rain. We went, um, I went out for a swim, a wild swim at Alderford Lake with my friend yesterday. And when at the time this was recording, we've ever had a lot of like April showers, like sleety, haily showers. We went for a walk and you could see it brewing. And as soon as we got in the water, as soon as we walked into the water, the hail, not just a little bit of hail, it bounced down. It covered everywhere. It was like a hail. We were in the water and it was like a mist of hail. It was amazing. And of course, it was freezing. It was bonkers. Our head hurt. But the hail was bouncing down. But when we got out, we felt alive. So sometimes, actually, going for a run in the rain, walking in the rain, right, yeah, wrap yourself up so you don't get a cold. But like enjoying that kind of, oh, the freshness, then coming back to a warm house. They're the type of things. That, so actually, I like all weathers. 
you know, my neighbours laugh at me because I'm a bit mad. Snows, I'm out. Rain, out. <laughs> if it's sunny, actually, I'm sat in the garden. <laughs> so I don't walk when it's sunny. So I just sit in the garden. Yeah, and relax. I just wanted to explain why. And, and you know, and, and again, like I've said in every Zoom thing, it's not about me judging. It's not I'm going to judge if you have watched crappy TV or you've you, you've watched an hour of social media. It's, again, it's just awareness of things we do we don't even realise we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, things we do that, we, that we mentally do that are thwarting our own mental health. Because for social media, for example, if similar to the news, we've all done it. You start off your day and you'll get your phone and you'll go have a little scroll and then you'll start off and you're like, oh, yeah, there's so-and-so. Then you're like, oh, bloody hell, she's always on here doing that. Or then you see something mad, like you see a political post you don't agree with. Then you're like, oh, and then you're str-. So it, it slowly ebbs away at your mood without realising it. Whether it's moaning at someone else, jealous at someone else, the comparisons, um, you know, there's so many different things so that you, you could do. But it's just cutting it down a little bit. That's all. And, mm. and yeah, at certain points you might watch a bit more. But, yeah, it's just to create different habits and just experimenting and doing things you probably wouldn't have done otherwise you probably would have kept scrolling again like is is this because we i know we talked on sunday about certain weeks like it being a bit more difficult and the gratitude one some people found it difficult finding gratitude by things every day is it the same with the habits are people going to find it hard to do or the more that they do it it's it's easier because you're changing habits that you've got into I think I think it's 50-50. Some people or some things be easy because you just oh, switch off the news because people don't like it anyway. And a lot of times people watch the news out of obligation because they feel they should. That's what a, reg, you know, a member of society should do. But we forget that I did media back at media studies back at A-level. And it, the news is just a slight, you know, it's, without being a conspiracy theorist, I'm not far from it. But obviously the news has agendas mm-hmm. and the people that run the papers have political opinions. Yeah. So if it's, a, if, you know, if it's a certain way, it will, it will be very positive towards their leader and slate the other one and vice versa, because there's obviously both political parties out there. And then it, it's being aware of these things. I think that's what um, the key of it all is. It's just kind of, you know, like we said, just be, being aware of, things that we do we just don't realize i think social media can even be even more so uh kind of skew skew your kind of view of the world because it will pander to like you know what it kind of sees you doing and looking at and things and so you end up coming in like this little bubble where it's only displaying stuff to you that is how you believe the world to be and you know nothing is ever black and white is it really well some you know there's so many areas of gray it's and it's just being aware of of that and not being kind of blinkered which can very much happen with social media as well as the news exactly and it's the echo chamber thing that you have like you know the last election 2019 you would have thought labor would have had a landslide on my feed just because it obviously the type of you know the people that were posting the t- people that and and it followed that so it was interesting to kind of see that that you know that we do have those echo chambers and a lot of times we think I'm ranting by you know I'm putting my opinion out you're putting it amongst people that are they're already in the same ilk so it's kind of point so it's it's them type of things you spot and obviously Facebook feeds off that mm. feeds off comments it feeds off you know disagreements because then it makes the post popular um and and so yeah so it's not again like everything it's not about demonizing anything it's just things that you could do and you might think god i do feel better now i've cut social media down so actually giving people the the kind of reason to quote unquote to do it is part of this so yes i think they will find it harder 
um, at first. But it depends what who they are. Like, sit, like the news might be easy, but then the social media might be harder. Or people might. I enjoyed giving up social media. I did it. I gave up for Lent once, and loved it because I had a reason to give up. So people were like, eh, "Why weren't you on Facebook?" I'm like, "Oh, give up for Lent." Rather than rather than me just saying, "Oh, why to give up?" and have a million questions of why I give up Facebook. It was nice to have an excuse to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a weird way, it might give people the excuse to try a different lifestyle if not been on social media. Yeah. You know, ideally, if you want to give up totally, great. For but I'm just saying the maximum of thirty minutes <laughs> a day, which is still a long time, really. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's also thinking about, well, I'm I'm doing that. Why am I doing it? Am I procrastinating for something to talk to a little bit about that in the self care week as well? Or what what am I achieving by spending this amount of time on social media? And it doesn't really achieve much, I suppose, does it? It's a really good point. And like, if you notice the theme, we can kind of even now as we're discussing the, four weeks into the app, you can see the themes. And a lot of the themes of this app are just being aware of what makes us feel good, aware of what we're doing. It's no way, shape or form of judgment to go, oh, yeah, why am I doing that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that does make me feel good. I'm going to do more of that. Oh, that doesn't make me feel as good. I'm going to do less of that. Mm. You know, it's it's this is all about awareness. So people give people the power to then start to be aware of how they're feeling. And what things trigger that? Because we, like we said from day dot of this app, we can't control life happening to you. We can't promise utopian life. It wasn't about that. It was giving people some more tools and things to think about to give them the chance to go. They would have never probably thought of cutting the news down because everyone watches the news. Mm-hmm. But you have to watch it all day. Just watch 15 minutes at six o'clock if you want to. Or, you know, when in the morning, like listen to positive music. Just you don't watch the news. You'll hear about it at work or people will talk about it. You know, it's 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 making these different changes and then seeing how you feel. Mm. Yeah, it's good, then keep perspective, up. Isn't it? It's getting a different perspective on things and not just going through life every day doing the same things that you've always done, which we can fall into very easily. Yeah, and that's what I think the app's good for. It's giving people the few people that have fed back so far have said they're doing it and they want to stick to it and see what happens. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really pleased people are because it gives people a chance to see and they might go back to like a third of the habits but they might go do you know what actually i've realized that i prefer not watching the news that often and i prefer listening to music in the morning or actually i found that yes coming in from work but i could when i come in from work having 20 minutes in the garden barefoot just chilling whatever the weather uh, just to make you feel good mm-hmm. then our job's done we're not here to, we're just here to help people help themselves and i think this is a big week it's, it's it, my clients found it that i've done it with me quite a big shock but mm-hmm. most people enjoyed it yeah so, <laughs> i get the tough weeks i have gratitude on this one yeah but you're you're leading with you're the expert with this because you've done this with your clients so you know what is going to help with people's you know well-being and, and mental health aren't you and that's what what we're really looking for isn't it like you say those little things that you can do but it's also planting that seed getting people to be aware about these kind of things but that's why you you said it in one of the podcasts or one of the interviews you know you said it's about the small things and you're absolutely right you know if we suddenly said, here's a million things doing, but it's just things you might go, do you know what? I do like going for a walk after work or I do like like cutting my social media down. You can get apps that limit you or you can get apps that time you on social media mm. and you can see exactly how long you've been on each one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, we're not here to demonize social media. I, I've had some brilliant conversations on there and got in touch with friends that, I never, that I've not seen for 15 years. And it's amazing. But like everything, it's got, everything's got yin and yang, everything. Mm. And like you said, it's like you said, not seeing things as black or white. You know, we, we do that a lot with politics, with sports, with news. You have to be for or against something. 
rather than actually, I don't know, or I'm not really sure on this, or I've got no opinion, which is more allowed <laughs> not to have an opinion. So I think it's interesting, and that's what hopefully people are thinking about with the app. They're just spotting themselves, going, hmm, actually, yeah, that is better. Or, do you know what, I don't, I don't mind watching murder documentaries. It's just us being more sensitive and aware to how we are. Mm-hmm. This was a good week for that. Okay, cool. I look forward to it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll catch up on Sunday, won't we, for the Zoom, so we'll figure out how. We will indeed, yes. So we'll be taking everybody through that and finding how they've been getting on this week with their uh, connecting and um, giving to people. Um, we just popped a blog up today all about that. And again, little things, because we had quite a few of our Antwich buddies, volunteers on the call on Sunday talking about, um, you know, the volunteer kind of work that they do and how much they get out of it from helping other people. Uh, but it, like Liz said, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, setting up a volunteer a group in lockdown. It can be little things like letting somebody go, uh, you know, at the lights or something like that, or saying thank you to somebody for doing something. It can just be a little small thing that can brighten your day and their day as well exactly it's the thing of just again small things that it's that conscious awareness going i'm going to be kind do something kind that's it It might only be one fleeting moment these the small things add up to you know that studies have proven that gratitude changes you know chemicals in your brain kindness changes chemicals in your brain it lifts depression sorry lifts depressions and you know what i mean it helps with you know and i'm like if you're just doing a few of these little things and you're consciously thinking what can i do to be kind today you're opening up pathways you probably wouldn't have done before mm-hmm. rather than I hate this i hate that i don't want to do this don't want to do that which is natural that's what we, we've done society does you know so it feels weird to go against that grain yeah absolutely but, but yeah. it's also important to be kind to yourself too as well isn't it we talked a bit Ooh, a little bit about that last last week and maybe cutting down your social media or cutting down your exposure to the news might be being kind to yourself because you're stressing yourself out otherwise well in the video on monday i talk about it um i talk about it more where i say like you know that it gives you free time then to go you know you don't realize how much time we do spend on things like social media and the news and it's giving yourself free time to go, do you know what? I'll use this to message my family members or, or friends I've not spoke to, or I'm going to use this to learn. Is it Duolingo? And one of oh, my yeah. friends has done that. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Caught social media and gone on Duolingo and just, you know, learn a bit of Italian, I think. is this. You know, it's that type of thing. I know I keep saying it, and none of this to wrap up, because I know, you know, but it's not judging. We're not here to tell people. I'm not here to say, eh, what are you doing? You, you know, it's, it's just start to be aware. Mm-hmm. and just gently make changes and spot them and this app's a great chance to just try it see how you feel yeah try it see what happens what's the worst that could happen exactly <laughs> you have a bit more time on your hands <laughs> and we can all use a bit more time i could definitely use <laughs> right so that's brilliant i think that kind of wraps us up brings us to a, a good conclusion there so as always ben it's been a pleasure talking to you about the little things that we can do for our well-being, and you know i just like it's been really nice working with you as well um you know you've got such a good energy i know i've said this about you but you kind of exude that and i think you're a really you know an inspiring person to be running this sort of thing because i, I think you practice what you preach i think you're naturally someone who's a little bit like that anyway Oh, thank you. Yeah, because was this this thing is we look to people like that write the books and do the seminars as they they live this utopian perfect life. And actually, going back to your bums and farts comment, <laughs> we all we all you know we're all humans. We all eat, poo, sleep. You know, we and the thing is, but it's it, it's all I try and do. Anything I do work wise, my mindset stuff 
it's share people what I've gone through. So mm. I really appreciate it because that the kind words. And I pre- and I love working with yourself and Liz, uh, definitely. Because we've only met through the app. Mm. Um, um, but it's that just being just implementing things I've done. You know, I spotted it was hard to be grateful at first. I found <laughs> because it was just weird. And then when you see the studies, why that like, oh, that backs up the brain science that because mm-hmm. our pathways aren't there. And we've got to practice it. And, you know, so thank you very much. And yeah, I have days like everyone where I throw the baby out of the bathwater. But <laughs> like the kids do, kids get angry. But I'm more childlike now. I get angry. It's very rare I get angry, angry. But when I do, it's quicker, stroppier, but it's done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've yet to see that side of you, but hopefully I, I, I won't be. A few people one. have. <laughs> Right, thank you ever so much, Ben, and I shall see you on Sunday when we do our Zoom session. All right, take care. You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin, and me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved, and be happy.